All right. Hey, welcome back to another episode. Yeah, man. Uh, last episode was really well received. Uh, we got yeah. a number of questions about a very specific area in the ABC model. So I thought we would get back together and just do maybe 10, 15 minutes on that and just talk a little bit, get a little bit more in depth in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. The feedback that we were getting had a lot to do with how do I understand the the four stages of competency when I'm asking that pause point question, why did I have that emotional consequence? Why did I have that action? And I know all of our listeners are habitual listeners, but just in case, what are the four stages of competency? So you go through a four-stage process, unconscious competency in how you do life. Mm -hmm. And whatever that is, one of these old models or your kingship model, but you start over here, you have this unconscious competency in the way you do things. Mm-hmm. From there, if you get curious about that and you're trying to change that, then you're going to move into conscious incompetence. In this new mode of thinking. Yeah. I don't like the way I used to do things. I'm trying to do something different. Right. Well, you just had the awareness that you didn't like what you were currently good at doing. Well, when you want to make a change, you're aware, so you're conscious of it, but you're not good at it at all. Right. Because it's new to you. You don't know how to integrate it. You don't know all the, the ins and the outs. So you're incompetent. But you're aware that you're incompetent. So that's what conscious incompetency means, right? Yep. And now you have self-awareness and you have a perception of yourself. Mm-hmm. So now you get to be able to ask the question. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's the beginning of your change. From there, as you really get aware and you understand why you're incompetent, you're unable to do it the way you want to, Right. now you're consciously competent. Because okay. now you're getting some skills, you're integrating. It's like when I remember to pray, you know, I have a good day. Or back when you guys were talking about riding a bike. Right. You're still not good at it, but you can do it when your right. focus is right there. Right. Remember to balance, remember to break. Uh, yeah, right. Yep. So that's your compish, conscious competence mm-hmm. stage. That's the third stage. Right. Your goal is now you go into unconscious competency in your new way of doing life. Right. And our argument is is that prior to salvation, you had an old identity which required, this is really important, yes. required you to work a certain, operate a certain modality in the world. You had to do things a certain way. Mm-hmm. But now that you have a new identity in Christ and Christ now lives within you and you are now have access to a whole nother model, an- another way mm-hmm. of executing life. Yeah. So when you hear pastors say, hey, you got saved today, if you die, great, you're going to heaven, but don't expect next week to be amazing just yet. Right. And you're not saying that to be facetious. You're just saying, hey, you're aware now, but you're not good at the new thing yet. Yeah. So practice your religion. Get into this thing. So Move we, forward. So we covered that last week. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about that. We talked about the models that you might currently or you might exist in prior to salvation and how those might carry over into your, the time after you've been saved mm-hmm. and the process, the ABC process you might go through. But like I said, we, we had a number of questions. Yeah. And these questions are all, all centering back to this activation. Mm-hmm. So I get frustrated because. Right. I'm anxious because. So it's easy to pause now that you know you should pause right there and look at your beliefs. Why am I feeling that way? What what do I think is happening in the world? And the question that really that struck me was, how do I know that when I ask that question, why do I think that I should not be frustrated? Am I asking that from the new model, the kingship model perspective? Mm-hmm. Or am I asking that question, why do I believe that's true from one of these old models? Mm-hmm. So am I am I asking that question the right way to get from my beliefs back to why did I get triggered in the first place? Mm-hmm. And I'd like that question because I think that really brings up 
maybe a base fear, am I even asking the right questions? Mm -hmm. So I link that right back to when Adam and Eve are saying with Satan, as he's Satan's approaching him, did God really say? Right. So you, you get angry or you get frustrated about something. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe you could give me an example in, in your life, and then we'll just run this model to answer some of these questions. Yeah, you know, so uh, I work in the IT industry, as you know. <laughs> uh, it's a job where you, uh, where you change jobs. You change, change jobs often. And uh, sometimes you'll interview for a job, man. You really, in your heart, you sort of thought you knocked it out of the park. You thought you should have really, you really expected that you would get a, a, a second round interview or even an offer. And none of that happens. And now, now you have to deal with that reality. Okay, so a couple key things uh, as if our listeners are essentially in your head. What you would have heard and the reason you would have paused is to use the word should. Mm. So whenever you as an individual who's listening, you hear yourself say, I should have got that job. I did all of these things correct. Right. I should have. Okay, so what are you feeling? So you might say, I feel really let down. I feel disappointed. I feel frustrated. I feel like I'm not enough. Failure. Yeah. You're going to have some of those words. And maybe you also had the action of, I wrote an email that was pretty curse. Right. Like, you guys really missed out on a great hire send. <laughs> right. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just FYI. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> but maybe you did, and you're like, well, why did I do that too on top of all right. the things I was hit with emotionally? Yeah. Okay. So your beliefs are somewhat answered in how you stated that. Uh, so a person who didn't get that job would say, well, my belief was I really did a good job interviewing. Right. My belief was I should have. I was the most qualified. Right. While those beliefs may be true to some extent, that's not why you really took the emotional just absolute hit. There's something in the very back, the activation thing. So once you have all of these emotional consequences, you've done things, you really need to know what's your default state in this old unconscious competent model of your old maladaptive coping strategies. Mm -hmm. Were you the manipulator? Were you the avoider? Are you the chaos? Mm -hmm. Because when you anchor, I have an old default model that is right. one of those three. Sure. Now, when you ask the question, well, why do I have those beliefs? What is it that I'm trying to fulfill? Yeah. I think for me to be just transparent, mine's a voider. Uh, I just, uh, I was very poor growing up and I, I refused to be sort of that guy again. Right. So, okay. Right. So we'll use you as this example. You interviewed for the job and you didn't get the job. Now the activator in the very background is because I was not that mm -hmm. and I want to be this. Mm -hmm. So you're living out of, I don't want to be the poor kid. Yeah. I want to be successful. So I'm not that I'm going to be this. That's right. So you'll define yourself and your self-worth as if you got that or not. Right. So the beliefs are all the reasons why you should have gotten the job. But what you were doing in avoidance is you're not going to be the poor kid. And if you don't get the job, you're going to be the poor kid. You're not going to be this wealthy, successful entrepreneur IT guy. Right. Your beliefs are going to validate why that original activation is true. Sure. And when you know that, now you can create the link between well, – what does the kingship model say about that? Not, not all of the beliefs, while you need to approach your beliefs. But the question is, how do I know if I'm asking, why did I think and feel this way? Am I asking that because 
that question's coming from one of my old models? Mm -hmm. Or am I really asking it from my kingship perspective to get all the way back? Right. So I, I like that question because it really helps you understand how are you moving through the conscious model? Because hmm. one, you can move and make the awareness of, I am asking about beliefs. Am I placating to my old model by validating my beliefs? Sure. Because in that statement, when you listen to last week's episode, are your friends validating you for the crap that's going on in your life? Well, we instructed you last week to say, hey, maybe your friend's a nice guy, but you're saying, hey, that's not what I need. Right. Here, you're doing that to yourself. Mm. Are you validating yourself with your beliefs? Sure. Or are you going to orientate through your conscious model and say, I'm not willing to stay consciously incompetent at my life with Is Christ? Is just something simple that we could kind of tell people that they could do there? Just some sort of like tool, something they could use? And it all goes back to the kingship model, which is when you position your need vertically so that you can look at the situation and then say, how am I going to float into this? Mm -hmm. Versus every other one of these other models are, what are you getting from it? Right. So that's, that's the key. When you can say to yourself, am I really still trying to extract from to be mm -hmm. or not to be in avoidance Yeah. versus... How am I going to flow into this thing? Yeah, you know, and and sort of when you're learning to ride a bike, for example, you really have to be super conscious about every action you make because at any moment you could fall over, mm -hmm. right? Um, and and I think this is true here too, right? What the way you're going to sort of know is where are you going for the answer, right? Yep. Are you going to other people? Are you going to your situation? Are you going to a set of tapes and beliefs, right, to validate or the, or your scorecard, well, this has happened 16 times, therefore it must be true. Mm -hmm. Or is your default, what does God have to say about this situation? And I know my, my grandmother, this was her default mode. Frustrating, <laughs> so frustrating, because I would come to her with these gigantic, complex issues, <laughs> right. right? And she, her, her response was always, well, what... What does God have to say about it? Or have you prayed about it? Mm -hmm. Okay, have you talked to God about it? Mm -hmm. And and my answer was like, no, no, you don't understand. You don't understand what I'm trying to tell you. Look at how complex and big of an issue this is. Mm -hmm. Look at the pressure that I'm under. Mm -hmm. Her default response was, let me go back to God. Let me pray about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you're in this question, and you're trying to ask yourself, where, what am I trying to get out of this? Is it tainting my question? That I'm even asking in the first place. Mm -hmm. I think it. I think one of the things you can look at is where you're going for your answers. Mm -hmm. If you're going to God, then I think you might be on the right path. Yep, because you're flipping over to conscious competency in your new kingship model. Yeah, because that all all of it's going to come from God. Mm -hmm. Your provision is going to come from God. Your love is going to come from God. Your um, self worth and identity is going to all come from God. So it only makes sense that when you have this thing that shakes you, yep. that your default, the place where you go to answer the question, must be God. And I think it's such a powerful concept. It, it is this idea, like we talked about last week, about practicing your religion. Mm -hmm. And I know it feels like a very simplistic answer for the complicated things going on in your life, but just try it. 
Right. Just try. Just start practicing. Just get on the bike and pedal for a little ways. You don't have to go around the block. No one's asking you to join a race or go downhill. We're just saying just get on, do a little pedaling, mm-hmm. and then maybe tomorrow do a little more pedaling. I'm thinking for a visual learner, if you were to watch the UN uh, the UN experience when you have different diplomats in different languages speaking to each other. Mm-hmm. What's very fascinating is many of those other diplomats listening can fully understand the the language being spoken. But if they're going to interact, they'll still use a translator because that gives them the ability to pause, think about what it is that they want to say, create a response or an action. And then give it back. A little ninja move. It is. And it gives you that ability to say, hold on, and then work your way back. That's a really great point. You know, I think it's perfectly okay for you to develop a confidence in your relationship with Christ to say, let me check with God on that. Mm -hmm. Let me just take a moment. Let me check with God. Before maybe I smash the send button on that email, Right. let me pray about it. Mm -hmm. Let me see what God wants to tell me about this situation. I may be in some resistance where a lesson needs to be learned. Mm -hmm. Something may need to be unpacked. I may be experiencing unconscious competency in a bad model, and this is God's opportunity to help me out with a little pause and say, hey, bro, like it's not like that, right? That other person on the other side is my child, Mm -hmm. right? Before you go and just eviscerate them. And (laughs) and the reason you can hear that language in in so many places, just give it to God, go to God. And but it seems so trite, you know? It, it, it just, seems trite. It seems so simple. And people will just skip over it. But here's what you're skipping then. You're you're losing that opportunity to answer all of these big questions that we've been getting. How do you move from you're consciously incompetent mm. and doing your new life mm. to even getting consciously competent? It's because right there you stopped. And then mm. you went to the source. So when you hear somebody say, well, did you pray about it? What you just heard was, right now you're totally blowing it. But you're at least aware of it. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Take the next step and get competent. You're Mm. still thinking about it, but take the step and do it. Push through that resistance. Practice. Boom. Don't be afraid to go to the gym and do some freaking work, man. It's not a social club. Yeah, it's not a social club. Uh, Look, um, man, another just really powerful 15 minutes we've spent together. I hope that people were able to get some of the nuggets out of this. Yeah. And and look, if if your grandma comes up and tells you to pray about it before you laugh her off, just go, well, you know, she's been around for 90 years. <laughs> she might know something. She might know something. Exactly. Right? And just go give it a try. And you keep giving it a try. You know, just because it doesn't happen the first time. No one got on a bike the first time and immediately took off down the road. If they did, I hate them because it took me a long time. I had this deal on a bike where I couldn't use brakes. Oh. But I had this amazing ability. I'm not kidding you. It was like uh, it's what I can't do today on a bike. I used to jump off the thing while it was still going, and the bike would literally keep going down the road, standing up. Uh-huh. I was so artful in getting off of it, but I couldn't break. Oh, and so you learned how to do that. Yeah. And it was completely the wrong thing to learn. Oh, it's totally wrong. Things learn. And it actually took uh, apparently more effort because I can't do that anymore like right. I used to be able to do, but I can break on a bike. But anyways, long story short is if you're able to ride a bike, good for you. But the point is most people – The majority of people have spent 12 years, 15 years, 22 years, 25, 40 years learning how to do this wrong. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it is perfectly okay to have to fight a little bit Mm -hmm. and to feel the resistance to get into this new model. Yep. Right? It's just, but man, guys, guys, it's so worth it. Anyways. 
Thank you so much for your time again, Martin. Man, we love having you back in the podcast studio. Hope to see you again here real soon. Great to be back. Take see care, you. brother. Bye-bye.